Good evening, everyone. What are you drinking? Keys. Uh, today I'm uh, drinking another red wine. Uh, it's a tulip, and um, it's a, a, a wine from a, from a Dutch guy, a Dutch guy who made uh, commercials uh, in the past and uh, making a lot of money for it and bought a chateau in France, in the region of uh, Bordeaux. And the wine is called uh, La Tulipe, uh, or uh, better said, a Tulip, uh, which uh, is one of the national symbols of uh, Holland. Okay, Lauren. I've got two things, a recovery drink for reasons we'll talk about later, and a Mystic Oasis Hazy IPA from Original Pattern Brewing in Oakland. Good stuff. Chris? Uh, I am drinking Paul John Single Malt Whiskey. It's their Christmas edition 2021. A uh, nice cask selection on this. My first time trying it. It's actually pretty tasty. So recovery uh, single malt on my end. Excellent, Brent. I have Eau Claire Distillery, a local distillery here, Christmas Gin and Tonic. So Christmas Gin has little tiny gold flecks. You probably can't see that on the screen, but little tiny gold flecks and the flavors of frankincense and myrrh. So definitely no one listening to the podcast can see the gold flecks. I can't mm. even see the gold flecks. Well, that's why I said it and didn't just show it to you guys. But <laughs> So I have actually uh, very similar to Lauren. I have a uh, hazed and confused juicy IPA. Um, to go for my uh, my confused nature in signing up for <laughs> the TTT twice today. Mm -hmm. nice. Okay, so uh, moving on to the headline uh, event for the weekend is Herd Winter Racing. So this weekend we have two laps of London Classic. So this is the normal... London lead-in and up to the square and then two laps of Classic. So I think that adds up to 17 kilometers-ish, 20-ish. I, I actually didn't do the math yet, so my bad. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, that, that, that's what we've got. So, yay. Um, I guess let's talk about classic. Um, really, it's there's the the key short little climb up away from the river to the square, um, and then that one underpass every lap. I I don't think there's a lot else to talk about on this course. Is there anyone? No, all the climbing is done in the lead in, right? All the lumps and bumps um, is the, those are the only chances for a lead group to get away are uh, up and until and including that. What is it, Brent? The Northumberland climb? You're like the. That's, that's what I call it. <laughs> according to Brent. And I think that's right because that's what the Strava segment pulled up as last time. So that's the start and end point of any chances for a lead group to get away. Other than that, it's just sit in the pack um, until this the group sprint bunch finish. At uh, doesn't this one also finish at the Watopia Pier, or am I getting that wrong? Um, given that it's in London, I'm pretty sure it doesn't finish the Watopia Pier. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't pay attention to where these things start and finish. <laughs> I, I will say, having raced, this was the bullseye course this week, 
And um, somebody did make the break from, I, I don't know, I, some dude's statue is at the bottom of the hill as you come back up. I can't remember. Admiral Nelson or something. Anyway, there's a statue there. And uh, it goes about 5% for maybe 200 meters. And someone did make that break stick. So I would say if you if you're kind of mid to low Bs and you want to stick with the A's or if you're in another group of kind of stronger riders than you are you better be ready because they are gonna punch it on that hill and you gotta have to punch it to hang on to the group like choice just arrow right full arrow you gotta do try yeah. those three climbs i think but um i gotta go i gotta say full arrow um but you you can't go wrong with tron either i mean it's your the gap in arrow is not that much and yeah, it might help you a little bit on those, on those climbs in the drip. So yeah. Bike change, bike change at the top of North. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go no on a bike change on this course. Was, you want to know what the, <laughs> I'll tell you what the most remarkable feature of Classic is, is it has that 5% climb and it never goes downhill. <laughs> it does seem like it, it's like uh it's like mercury island oh yeah yeah the flat the land of up flat the land <laughs> of up like we're riding through an mc escher painting <laughs> <laughs> okay so coming up this week so let me open up the uh, spreadsheet and it <laughs> it appears that uh Every race is Innsbruck UCI from now to the end of time. Um, I, I think this is, I think this is James, but uh, thank you. Thank you, James. Quite, quite boring schedule. So uh, boring. James would love it. James loves that climb. So I, I think that's why it's saying that. But the distances are all different. So it'll be, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the distances are all different. We'll all get yeah. really good at parts of that climb. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, so we have Herd of Mountain Goats is Muir and the Mountain. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, followed by the Stampede on Stamp Watopia, which is 10 miles of Watopia's waistband. Yeah, so 10 miles will take you from the desert start pens all the way through the desert. And then you're going to do Caldu Saddle Springs. But instead of turning right up into Titans Grove, like we did two weeks ago in San Ezequiel, you hang a left back down to the Ocean Boulevard, back towards downtown, and somewhere in the S's will be the end. Mm. After you cross the reverse sprint or the is that reverse sprint or forward sprint. I know maybe that's not called the S's, but those S shaped turns. Oh yeah. no, that that's the so after the sprint back towards downtown, that is the S's. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the forward direction, I think, isn't it? The, yes. Sorry, that's right. That's forward sprint. Yeah, that's the that's the forward sprint. So yeah, that's the forward sprint, and then it ends somewhere in the S's. Yes. Yep. Okay. I think that's clear as mud now. <laughs> and then uh, so bullseye on wednesday is lagardia loop so everybody loves bullseye in new york actually i do have to say i 
that was my first bullseye, I think, was on either Lagardia or Lagardia Reverse. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was my first time uh, my first time racing with or my first week of herd racing. So I got dropped after a while. Yeah, and I'm looking at the profile of that route and it looks pretty, I mean, not as bad as it could look in New York, but a little, a little roller coaster. That actually looks pretty fun. It, it, I just did it um, twice yesterday morning in two different sprint races. So only mm-hmm. one lap. And I kind of wish I could race it. I think it's eight laps, right? It would yep. be fun. I think I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It rolls a bit. The sprint, if it goes in the same direction as I did, goes downhill a bit. Yes. It's fun. I think so. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So, um, why can't you race it? Uh, um, because I'm traveling and I will not have a bike or a trainer for a week. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. It's going to be weird. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what am I missing? Right. I forgot the women's races. I apologize. Okay. So on the weekend, we have the women's time trial series and we have 10 miles of flatland loop. So the, uh, yeah, 10 miles of flatland loop. Uh, so off to McCurry Islands, flatland loop. The first 10 miles of that should actually be relatively flat, shouldn't it? <laughs> lucky yeah the ugly parts of flatland aren't i think till the very end like up around the 24 kilometer mark to get a climb up to the village oh yeah yeah the climb that comes right after that sprint yeah yeah good times good times always my favorite i never ever get dropped there doesn't happen (laughs) (laughs) and then we have my uh my personal favorite, and I'm very, very sorry that I'm not able to race this. Um, it is the Richmond roller coaster for the Shiris on Tuesday. Uh, four laps of Richmond roller coaster. So that's uh, 23rd Street reverse, Liber- Libby reverse. Um, is it the. And then. Whatever the really short sprint short is. Short sprint, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The short sprint and do that four times, right? Because Rich, Richmond roller coaster. Oh, no. Libby Does and 23rd it... reverse. Yeah. The mini sprint and then the reverse sprint four times. Yes. You go around the fan flats. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also sad I can't do that one. I love that. That's fun. So, and this is with the herd summer racing league scoring so this is fastest time on all of those koms and sprints 50 points for the winner and then there are four five six seven ooh. let's see there's seven so i don't know how many points that's going to be for the winner 150 I think I think it's going to be 150 and three points per place is okay. my prediction, but it's going to be either that or a hundred points for the winner and two points per place. 
think the last oh. points race was 100 points for the winner so this one could be the same but no so uh so the the way it works it's uh so it's supposed to be uh two-thirds for the primes and one-third for the finish okay so with eight it's in between so i don't Got know it. which way i don't know which way they're going to set it up a lot of points for the winner yeah so so either 100 or 150 Okay, so and then the another thing that I know everybody's uh, everybody's waiting for the Zwift Racing League teams. So I am working on it. Uh, so I, I, I shared a a draft team list with all the captains here today, and we'll we'll move a few people around as we need to from that, and uh, find the people we missed. Go find the people that didn't sign up and tell them to and go from there so we we are making progress but uh there were uh let me uh look at my notes again 341 riders signed up so far so it did take me a few a few minutes to go through that and that's for mixed craig uh so that was for everyone oh, okay yeah so claire so uh the women's riders, Claire goes and does her own. Um, so that's 341 for everyone. And uh, yeah, I didn't break it down on who was riding in women's teams and who were women, who weren't women. And I, I, yeah, I'm just leaving all that alone. 341 so far. <laughs> we'll work out how many riders and how many teams for mixed and women's when we, uh, when we sort it all out. Awesome. Good job. So, That's amazing herd. Mm -hmm. That yeah, is uh, quite a large herd. Dragon, Claire. It's exciting. Quite a large herd. Good fun. Um, so I know uh, Lauren and I are each, well, so Lauren's already done it. I think Brent and Chris already have. I'm halfway through my day. <laughs> for uh so we're taping this on thursday instead of friday just uh i guess that's uh, the uh the context here so it's team time trial day and the last couple of years uh wtrl have done a kind of a really fun thing with the i guess last year is christmas eve this year the day before but uh doing bologna and then new year's eve or this year the year the day before uh having the alp as a team time trial so um yeah that was that was interesting <laughs> how did everybody do i'll start off and say i did not do well <laughs> i uh my power meter went to sleep and i gave my team a, a minute head start and but i i finished the route just because i said i was going to but you have another chance. I have another chance to redeem myself. <laughs> Sweet redemption. Lauren, how was your ride? We got down to five and then four people. So it was, it was kind of tough. Um, we were in the women's only. I got to race with the penguins. So that was really fun. And we definitely got shredded just all over that we were all over the climb um the first time up a few of us had to stop at the top regroup and then the same thing happened again and always for me it's 
I have to make sure when I'm alone, not to go too fast on the flats and burn myself out for the climb, but trying to keep up with the group was a little bit difficult on the flats. So I kind of still burned myself out for the climb. Um, it was, I think that's probably one of the only ways I would go up that climb more than once at a time. So it was really nice to do it with a group. Um, Good. Brent? Well, I, I did it with the Chris and the cheetahs today. We, um, we, we, we lost someone to family commitments before we even got off the line. And then, uh, we did pretty good up the first climb. We stuck together. I got dropped on the descent and had to do a minute at 450 Watts to catch back onto the group at the very bottom of the descent. Uh, and then, um, we lost a rider, I think, on the way back before we hit the climb. And then um, I actually got dropped again uh, right under the overpass. Just we were passing a team on the climb and I put a big push in to get like past them before you go under the overpass to hit the 16 percent. Then I lost my legs on the 16 percent and got dropped a bit by Chris and Dave and Mitch off the front. And then I was struggling to catch back on and then mitch had a trainer drop for about i don't know he must have been like a minute before he got it all sorted because he had to like unplug and replug so we had tech difficulties we regrouped at the top and then we finished strong pretty close at the end mitch had to put in a big dig to get on at the bottom but got in under an hour four across the line good times <laughs> keys did you yep. ride today no i'm not uh, uh doing the uh, the team time trust okay no. It's smart, smart man. <laughs> smart this week. The only smart one here. <laughs> I'm the extra stupid one because I did it with the Kukas only. Yeah, an individual time trial, and then if, uh, yeah, doing it again with the Fishers later. So I would, but I blame Sean. Uh, it's oh, entirely Sean's fault. I blame a different Sean than the blame Sean in the herd group uh, because his flight is at a bad time. Also, one more report. I finally got the 100 kilometers per hour badge. Hey. Woo. Yeah, this is absolutely the, the race to do it is the team time trial on Bologna um, because it's the only time you're guaranteed to be descending in a group in race mode instead of free ride mode. So, yeah. Very much. It's so. a lot harder for somebody like Brent, whose trainer won't let him super tuck. Oh, or what? only for like two seconds. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't pick up cadence, so it doesn't go to like zero right away. So it goes to like zero. It'll like super tuck, and then it'll be like, oh, I guess you started pedaling again. And then it just my guide sits up. <laughs> Have you considered using another cadence sensor? Well, I don't use any cadence sensor. I just use the one on my. So you can super tuck. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh. Put, put a cadence sensor on your crank and you'll be good. It is a $20 solution, but it's also like the premier definition of the first worldiest of problems. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we do have a theme for uh, this week's Around the Horn. And uh, this is, what is our Zwish list for Z Zwiftmas? <laughs> I almost made it. You almost got it, Greg. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. You know, Brent, what do you sure. got? Sure. My, my Zwish is for more different types of racing stuff. Like 
the ZRL format is kind of pretty well established. Team time trial format's pretty well established, but I did an event, which I'm pretty sure it was sometime during this year with Mark John and Mark Powell and a couple other guys. I'm sorry, I can't remember everyone who was on the team, but they had like all these different types of races. There was one called like a super sprint that was like how fast can your team get your first racer across the finish line for one lap of volcano circuit. So like fun stuff like that, like just different things, more use of, I think, I feel like individual time trial, like relay style or something like would be something that would work, but mm. WTRL has some sort of inane bias against individual time trials. I don't quite understand, but anyway, that would be uh, the thing that I would like to see is just something that mixes it up a little bit. I, James does pretty good with the herd stuff, but something that's different. Yeah, that's uh yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot of place to go with that. You know, as a like multi-stage GC and things like that. There's yeah, interesting things you could do. You know, one thing we don't need off of that um, would be a hundred kilometers of Bologna. <laughs> I mean, that would be one thing that would not fulfill your wish list, Brent. So, just hypothetically speaking, we don't need that. I don't know different. where anybody would ever get that idea. It's insanity, right? Like who would even think that? But so let's just cut that off right at the pass. <laughs> okay, keys. Uh, well, um, maybe I'm uh, I'm a little bit too uh, too fanatic in my uh, swish uh, list, uh, but I, uh, I I really like competitive uh, racing. Uh, and I know um, uh, Swift isn't uh, suited uh, for uh, for cyclocross uh, because it's kind of hard to uh, take up your bike and uh, move it around on your back. Uh, but uh, sometimes I, when I'm uh, riding at uh, Watopia, I pass uh, the track uh, Mayfield, uh, the track uh, for runners. And, uh, and I was thinking uh, how nice it would be to have a track uh, on Swift uh, on where you could uh, uh, have some some different kind of races you 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 have on on tracks like uh, knockout races, or or or, or points race, or scratch race, or or even in pursuit uh, another form of uh, of team time trying. And um, well, it will take a, a, about another uh, another world to create, but um, mm -hmm. I would really love that. Okay, Lauren, you're up. Well, I mean, based on what Brent and Keys said, I have other things now to add to my uh, Zwish list. That's, yeah, some different kinds of racing would be really, really cool. Um, I think my biggest thing would be just more women racing. Um, I, and, and especially if we can do it, more herd women in all time zones getting to A which I guess then puts pressure on me to try to get to A though. We'll, we'll see. We've got, we've got a few lonely A herd ladies hanging out and they all seem to be in different time zones. And so I think it'd be really nice. I like doing mixed races as well. Um, but I think it would be cool to have a bit more, a bit higher numbers for women. Um, it's been great racing as a B, uh, but I had to switch time zones to do it. So, so, I, I do have to say, uh, I know what you're saying, but I'm pretty sure last time we, we tallied up the numbers, the herd is the biggest women's racing team. So yeah, yeah no, I, I hear you though. Let's, awesome. 
it's and I think some of it is, and, and I'm seeing it right now too, um, where writers kind of get better and better and better, and then they're just we don't have the critical mass of writers in A, right. basically both mixed and uh, mm-hmm. and women's, and writers tend to siphon off to where they can ride with uh, in, in a team. So I, I, I get it, but it yeah. would be really nice to stop that from happening. So, yeah. The siphoning to stop the siphoning. Well, you just to, to have enough riders to have that team, the critical mass yeah. to, to, to keep people on the team. Yeah. So Chris, this, I, I think this was your idea. So I'm going to, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to leave you with the last word and oh. I'm going to say I have uh, kind of two things. The first thing is, Category and well, category enforcement, basically uh, race entry enforcement. So only the people that are supposed to that qualify for the race that are supposed to be in the race are in the race. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is a little bit related, but not really. Um, And that's a results based part into the categorization system. So if somebody has won all of their B races, they're probably an A. If somebody wins, or you know, if they're winning fifty percent of their races, like, I, I'm sorry, you're you're an A. You're you're not a B. You're you're winning half your races. You're, that's just not realistic. So, yeah, adding that results based where, as you win, sure, and if you're, you know, in the bottom third, a certain number of times yeah sure maybe you go back down but so you got to go put both directions into it but yeah a a results-based component not just 20 minute power because it's really only a good categorization (laughs) if you're climbing the alp or ventop or yeah okay chris off you go all right i got a lot of problems with you people and you're gonna hear about them (laughs) for the rest of us (laughs) i got three and hope upon hope that they are all being worked on behind the curtain james bailey i'm looking uh in your direction number one um i can only hope having ridden through france recently just on a free ride when that world first launched we're like oh there's these little dirt uh, dirt road off ramps maybe they're going to build that out and then nothing nothing right so all the work going into mccurry island so understand that my hope is that with the launch of uh tour de france femmes and some of the gravel section that are in that road in that race in real life that zwift will build out france to have some gravel off-road sections It'd be a cool tie-in we come back to what Lauren was saying about developing women's racing and drawing some attention to the platform. That's number one. Number two, uh, as some of you will know from having watched James's live stream of the Blazing Bidets a few weeks ago, got a couple months ago now, um, I am now level 42, going on level 43, which means by this time next year, I will hopefully knock on something wooden nearby, be at or around level 50. So my hope is that Zwift will build out 51 plus for those people who are just stuck on 50. Uh, I will soon be one of you. 
uh, a number three, going back to what Craig was saying, again, we're all of the same mindset here. So well done everybody. But we need to go to uh, results-based entry. We need to kill Zwift power and just integrate that into the game. Right, makes sense. Those are my three. Yeah, so I guess I get killing Zwift power as the separate sign up and trying to link the accounts and all of that schmozzle, but you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater either. Zwift power is an amazing database and analysis tool for your own writing and teammates and how you're doing against or you know in comparison to other people. It's it's a really cool tool. There's a lot of really amazing functionality built into it. I mean, just the ability to the ability to dual record because you can dual record with neither not on Zwift and still use Zwift power to uh, to analyze it. So no, there's a, there's a lot of really cool functionality in Zwift power. But no, throw that throw that baby out, Craig. Yeah, don't throw that baby out. But but yeah, tighter integration, I think, is how I would put it. I know what you mean, but I think I'd put it as tighter integration or integrate. Integrate it fully power. and then throw the baby out. That's, yep. my, that's my take. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Well, but like, I don't know. I play video games too, like other video games where you hold the controller instead of pedal it. And, and I mean, those games have matchmaking all different types of match services all these things and then you can go click on your account on a website and it has all that data and that could still be like the zwift power and and it's all still integrated into the game and now it match makes and sets things up and everything else so i know zwift sometimes likes to be not a video game but it's a video game that's it for me make it happen james thank you <laughs> So I, I, I guess, Brent, just to, uh, to respond to that, there are 3.1 million people playing Fortnite right now. It's, it's a completely different league in you know that. the number of people. You can look it up. But, but that also means that some Epic or Blizzard or, I mean, yeah, some company has some guy who's designed this somewhere who's tired of designing things where Batman shoots, you know, thor or whatever yeah and he, and he likes to ride bikes so yeah but what i mean that means that there's probably fifty thousand games going on a fortnight right now yes. so yeah they they do have more resources also have less people or more people to deal with and so well that, that's that's what i'm saying like it's it's a completely different uh it's a different scale of company like yep. it, it, it people talk about zwift being big um, Zwift isn't really a Zwift is a really small game when you start talking about gaming. If you compare it yes. to gaming, it's it's really small business. So it's you, you just have to take everything with a little realism too. I agree. You guys are you guys gonna make me learn about Fortnite now? Right. No. Merry Christmas! Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.